back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, as always, and today we're going to be diving into the coach approach. So in my previous, obviously, business English podcast, you guys are getting a lot of IBT and ITP at the same time. But in my previous podcast, I talked about coaching. I talked about how coaching changed my life. And as a matter of fact, as relative it, it is right now, um, you know, I was watching something very interesting online in regards to, you know, influencers talking about suicide versus mainland, you know, like mainstream media talking about uh, depression. And so when it comes to depression and it comes to coaching, you know, I remember that one of the doctors said that it isn't something that you have, it's something that you're experiencing. And the mainstream media guy just kept saying, oh, you know, clinical depression, it's very dangerous. You have to get checked. You have to get checked. And me, I'm just like, but see, the same drugs that they give you make you have more egregious thoughts. If you've ever heard this before, SSRI drugs, and this is definitely something you could find very easily online. These drugs prevent you from committing suicide, but they could make you do other crazy egregious things too. And this is what's so dangerous about pills in general. So me, again, if you are having like suicidal ideation and you are thinking about committing suicide, then yes, I think the biggest thing you have to do is get some drugs, okay? Get some pills to hurry up and stop that from happening. But at the same time, you have to explore the human mind. See, you're going to have, it's only a mask. Drugs are mask. Alcohol is mask. Abusive alcohol. Now, if you have a drink and stuff like that, totally fine. But abusing alcohol, it's a mask. It's a mask from you facing your real self. You're just going to have to get up every morning and see the same you over and over and over. Those depression pills are meant for you to stay using those pills. You cannot live independently anymore from that. And what ends up happening once you get off the pills, it's like two to four weeks of absolute hell until you finally break through that. I remember I had someone on my personal development podcast probably back in 2018. I can't remember who it was, but she told me exactly that story. And this is why coaching and the coach approach is by far the most important. Now I'm talking about this from a personal perspective, but then now going into the business, but just to sum that up, you know, I still remember again, in 2020, first COVID wave, I had to tell myself, Arsenio, or ask myself, Arsenio, are you happy with the relationships you have right now? No. Are you happy with who you see in the mirror right now? Not really. Because I kept reaffirming my addiction to suffering. And that suffering is I'm not good enough for women in this country based on things that had happened before. Me not experiencing it, but me literally being it two totally different things and so i took the coach approach now could i have gone to a psychologist fuck yeah would they have done anything no they're just gonna keep saying why 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 therapy you go to therapy you're gonna have this therapist looking at you and speaking to you in a very light tone and saying oh and how did that make you feel you know what i mean and i'm just like you're not getting to the root cause of this and that's why going into inner conflict therapy with a transformation coach and doing the bang pattern and subcoding and healing sessions, which were unreal. 
and having to build up my consciousness level again from the ground up and being in that 60 to 70 range, that very angry range, and finally plateauing and getting through the 300, which is basically in acceptance. And then my future wife came walking right into my life, September 11th of 2020. So the coach approach, again, when you look at, okay, therapy versus coaching, sure. If therapy, if you want to pay that money and you have insurance and they'll get you in front of a therapist, go on ahead and do it. But man, you got to explore you. And I think there are just so many people, especially in the day and the age of the media where people are just so much of a topic of talk and they're just suffering so much from within because they never went back and got any of that cleaned up. And I think one of the biggest things that I heard, and I'm going to be discussing on my personal development podcast, if not hadn't already discussed it, is uh, Selena Gomez. And I remember she did a collaboration with Blackpink, another big K-pop band. And I remember after the collaboration, she's like, I just want to be happy. Don't you want to be happy? And she said that about the collaboration with obviously Lisa and the other three. I don't know their names. But, and I just immediately said, okay, something's wrong with her. And I realized that she ended up doing a document documentary and she said, man, I never wanted to be this famous. I'm going through this, I'm going through that. And listen, you know, although, you know, you go to therapy, you want to do this, you want to do that, get out, get out of the limelight, don't accept comments, just like what's happening with, uh, I forgot the guy's name, he plays Spider-Man right now. They're like, man, when you start seeing a lot of comments about yourself, you just, it's just too overwhelming. So he got off social media, just as Selena Gomez is an accept, uh, you know, comments on her posts. And everyone goes through the same thing. We're all human, regardless of how thick your pockets are. But when you start going for that self-actualization and that inner discovery and go through the, you know, the healing sessions and me, I had, I realized that the biggest thing that I had was abandonment in my life. And this was through a life coaching session through the same transformation coach that totally changed my life. And then when I realized it was abandonment and then I had pain that was, uh, you know, built up inside of me, it was because of what my family had done to me, even dating back to when I was a child. And then over the next 72 hours, it was me just going through a wide range of emotions. But then boom, all of a sudden, I broke through that. And I had to literally go that coach approach way to get through that. And so a lot of you out there, not even about getting a coach, getting this, getting that. If something isn't to your liking, I'm talking about your mission, your finances, your family and friends, uh, your experiences, you know, you're learning whatever it is, the 10 categories of your life. If it's not to your liking, and then it's time to explore that and say, well, what is it about this specific area of my life? Why is it suffering? How can I make this better? It's always the how. The how is very important. So with that being said, let's get into this nice little excerpt that I have for you guys today. So the coach approach. According to emotional intelligence guru, Daniel Coleman, expertise in a professional field is no longer sufficient to guarantee success in your career. After all, many of the people you are competing with have pretty much the same level of expertise as you. They may also be as experienced and well-qualified as you. So what makes the difference career-wise is the possession of those all-important soft skills. And this is where a coach comes in. 
So perhaps you're transitioning to a new role within your company. Suddenly you require leadership or team motivation skills. Or you are posted abroad and now need, you know, or you need intercultural awareness. Either way, there will be day-to-day issues, decisions, conflicts, and personality clashes where you could also do with some support. So problems such as stress and burnouts may also be something a coach can help with. But remember, a coach is not a therapist. Personal hangups, difficulties at home, and negative past experiences are not the business of coaching, although that's not necessarily true, depending on what type of coach you have. Transformation coaching, absolutely. That's what I went through. I went all the way through two hours sitting in a chair in inner conflict therapy, healed the living shit out of myself. I woke up with a headache for a few days, but wow, what a transformation that was. So again, a therapist is just going surface level. You need to go much deeper than that. So I just had to butt in and give my two cents on that. So here we go. Which tends to focus instead on professional self-development. Well, that's kind of going to the root cause too. Meeting future goals and overcoming present obstacles at work. That's bullshit. Past obstacles, depending on what type of coach you have. So here we go. Nor is a coach the same thing as a mentor. A mentor usually, uh, well, a mentor, usually a more experienced executive in the same company, is there to offer you advice and pass on some of their her, their own hard-earned wisdom. Coaches do not give advice and need, and need it even have direct experience in their coach's line of work, although increasingly managers themselves are required to coach members of their team. Okay, so basically what that means is advice is more of a, hey, I think you should do this. Hey, I think you should do that. That's a mentor, right? A coach asks the questions. That's what that is. So what exactly does a coach do? And here we go. This is what they had written down. Perhaps the key skill is the ability to ask good questions in order to get you, the coaching, to work out what your own goals are and dedicate yourself to achieving them. This will mean prioritizing those goals and clarifying what action needs to be taken. It goes without saying that empathizing with your own concerns, building a good relationship with you, and really listening to what you have to say will be paramount, meaning will be huge. So a coach then is not a fixer, but a facilitator. The coach is there not to influence you, but to smooth the path you have set for yourself to help you get from where you are to where you want to be quickly, comfortably. And with the minimum of holdups, the coach is a vehicle for your success. So with that being said, I really wanted to focus on an interesting term that I said here, burnout. Now, I don't know if you guys know about the hustle culture. The hustle culture is basically back in 2018 with uh, a, a very popular online entrepreneur by the name of Gary Vee. Again, he's still around, but, you know, we just, yeah, don't really watch him anymore because he doesn't really make good content. And, well, not, it's just the same message over and over and over, right? And so I need things that are more actionable, right? And that's why I follow Brendan Bashar and a couple of others because I need things that are going to help me get from A to B very quick, high performance, Right. And so when we look at burnout, the burnout culture was always about hustle, hustle. You need to work your ass off. You need to work your ass off. You need, that's what Tom Billy would always say. A guy that has half a billion in revenue in regards to the Quest Nutrition Company that he had founded, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. 
Uh, but to be honest with you, you could work your ass off at minimum wage very easily. I got people, there are people in China right now working 20 hours a day, working their ass off. What do you mean by working your ass off? And so we have to put things into perspective, people. Because if you don't, what ends up happening is, okay, all right, I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to get two part-time jobs. No, you got to work smarter too. And so burnout, and you probably never heard me mention this before, but when you get burned out, man, it can be two, three, four, maybe even two months, three months of not doing anything because you've pushed yourself to the limit. And so that's why, yes, during the weekend, you need real West. Okay. Yes. During the day, maybe you could go 50 minutes hard and making uh, videos, just like what I had done this morning. Okay. Make this video, make this, make that, make this, post this, post that. Boom. Take a break. Go check out the fish. Okay. Do some water changes, clean up a little bit around the house, get some fresh air, go into the garden, look at some of the plants. It's always like a 10 minute break, whether I'm hopping in place, uh, you know, sending a couple of messages, responding to a couple of things, or just getting away from all technology just for 10 minutes. So I can refocus. That helps me not burn out. Sometimes I need that midday meditation. Sometimes I need that meditative nap. Sometimes, hey, affirmations do happen. I, you know, write up my uh, my growth day uh, journal and I write down all the different things in terms of my morning mindset. See, these are things that are very, very, very important. So again, please do not be that person that runs through every week and starts Monday with the same energy from the week prior or the weekend prior. Be very wary of what you eat over 72 hours because how you feel right now is what you have eaten and consumed over the last 72 hours. These are very, very important things that you're going to have to understand. So with that being said, people, thanks so much for tuning in. We're gonna be talking about the grow. And I mean the grow model and we're gonna listen to an audio before getting into a wonderful video segment. You're going to love that. That being said, stay tuned for more over and out.